Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Seven twenty two on the Mike Calder show. It's one oh two five the bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Congratulations to your Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their big victory uh, yesterday against the Broncos. The team looked great. Tonight we go for another shot at the Stanley Cup victory. Good luck to our Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, I'm sure we're going to talk about this in news. Galvin, do you have the uh, news of the counter-protesters on yes. Saturday night? Yeah. Yeah, I want to get to that. I warned you about this on Friday's show. And uh, a lot of feedback on, on Friday's show when I when I explained my true feelings of how I felt about those people who were dining outside. Um, the people were dining outside Bayshore, and they were confronted by a group of protesters. Uh, I will tell you that uh, we did reach out to the diners, and we had not heard back from them. So I was willing to have them on the show. Still am, just haven't heard back from them. So, all right, let's roll into news. It's Mike Calvin the show. This is News with Calvin. On the Mike Calter Show. What do we have news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by our friends at Pelts Shoes going on right now. You got a couple days left. The month of September, they're putting everything on clearance. Well, not everything, but a lot of stuff. Find your bargain over there. They have more shoes on clearance than they ever have before just for you. So you stop in there. You can find all the best brands. They have over 150 of them. Stop into a Pelts location near you for the perfect fit. You whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. Get an extra 10% off. Get into Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. President Donald Trump on Saturday announced his nomination to fill the U.S. Supreme Court seat vacated by the death of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Amy Coney Coney Barrett uh, is the uh, choice. Barrett, who has uh, been considered the frontrunner in the uh, the following days after Ginsburg's death, is a federal appellate judge and uh, someone who has established herself as a reliable conservative on legal issues ranging from abortion to uh, gun control. Trump hailed Barrett as a, quote, a woman of remarkable intellect and character. Here is uh, Trump talking a little bit about her. Today it is my honor to nominate one of our nation's most brilliant and gifted legal minds to the Supreme Court, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. I never imagined that I would find myself in this position, (laughs) but now that I am, I assure you that I will meet the challenge with both humility and courage. If confirmed, Uh I would not assume that role for the sake of those in my own circle, and certainly not for my own sake. I would assume this role to serve you. Uh, it's good to see Pam from the office getting work. She's super conservative and super religious, so the big question is whether or not her religion is going to weigh in on her de- her decision-making, which she has clearly stated it will not. Uh, my, my thing is, is that, especially with Trump, who's only been a politician for, you know, uh, for not even four years now, 
how does he know who to pick? Like I, I any of them? Like like uh, how did how did Obama know who to recommend? How did Bush know who to recommend? Well, I mean Bush Bush's father and he had been around since the Reagan year. I mean at that point you may you may get in there and you may have an idea who the players are, but he's had his eye on this chick for a little while. How does he know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't mean. I'm not saying it has nothing to do with Trump. I'm just saying any president that's been in for three years and it's like I went out and found the most qualified candidate. I mean, what does that mean? Somebody gave you a list of people. These are the ones you should probably choose from. I mean, yeah, I think they have them vetted and check them out and stuff, and then you kind of go through and see who you think is going to fit properly for what you right. want who in the shares future. The values. Yeah. By the way, she's only 48 years old, so she could be on the Supreme Court for decades. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. be on there for a long, long time. Uh, Joe hey, Biden. Real quick, yeah, uh, Joe. Uh, somebody emailed me and said that Bone TV is not working. Is that true? I got that. I was going to text Carmen to go in there and see if the I'll light is on. If not, we right. need to do a Mark Cernak reset. Thank you. We're on it, Carmen. We're on it, Kelly. Thank you for the email. Go ahead, Calvin. Uh, Joe Biden responded to the nomination in a tweet saying, quote, Today, President Trump nominated Judge Amy Coney Barrett uh, to the Supreme Court, a jurist with a written track record of disagreeing with the court's decision to uphold the Affordable Care Act. Vote like your health care is on the ballot because it is. Mm. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how Trump and uh, Biden, they're going to meet in the debate tomorrow, right? It's tomorrow, the 29th. Tomorrow, yes. Yeah. Let me tell you, and we all, like, if you were to ask, no matter who you're supporting, if you were to ask who's going to win this debate, majority of people are going to say Trump because he's good at it. He's an entertainer, and Biden is, you know, sketchy when it comes to public speaking. Um, I'm going to tell you how he wins this debate. No one expects Joe Biden to go out there and be non-presidential and to he needs to go out there and out Trump Trump. That's the only way he's going to win. They say he will not shake hand. They will not shake hands in the debate tomorrow. If I'm Biden, I walk right up to Trump and I shake his hand because mm. you'll yeah. throw him off. Remember Johnny Carson? Yep. Remember when Burt Reynolds went on to a Johnny Carson show, they said to him, don't shake his hand unless he goes to shake your hand. He's a germaphobe and he doesn't like to be touched. And they were like, okay. And Burt Reynolds went out and hugged Johnny Carson on purpose. And and they ended up becoming great friends. And he guest hosted the show. And that's sometimes how you have to break the tension. I, Biden needs to go out there. And uh, they, they say, in the according to the Drudge Report, the preview of the of the of vice president's position is going to point out to America that uh, the president is a liar and that he isn't smart. And if he could actually get up there and say those things with confidence and prove them, like challenge him to be smart in front of America, that's the way that's the way he wins. If he uh, goes out there and makes him look dumb, that's the way he secures a victory. Two things. Uh, well, I, I think if uh, Trump gets uh, Biden angry where he goes off script right, and which does, is easy. Yeah, which he does to reporters, does that, ah, you know, does that to him. <laughs> or if Biden talks about his hair uh, on his legs in the pool. That'll, <laughs> that'll Listen, throw you can bring off. young girls and Biden can sniff them on stage and it won't be as bad as if he starts talking about his hairy legs in the yeah. pool. I'm with you on that. Uh, so President Trump said Sunday that he demanded his Democratic opponent, Joe Biden, to take a drug test either directly before or after the upcoming presidential debate happening tomorrow. How do you uh, answer that? How do you answer whether like, you take Calvin, it? I know that you don't do drugs, yeah. right? And I say to you... All right, Galvin, uh, if you want to do this debate with me, you need to take a drug test first. How do you respond to that? I go, is that how they've always done it? Have they always taken drug tests before? Well, what are you trying to hide? I'm not trying to hide anything. But then uh, I'm saying... I know, but then if I say I have nothing to hide and I'll do it, then I'm bowing to your will. 
Exactly. Yeah. So, so you, no- you can't. You, you got to figure out a way around that. And the way around that for uh, for Biden is to follow that up with, "I'll do that if you do this. You release your tax returns, mm. and I'll take your 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 drug test, and we could do them both live tomorrow." Because I am not worried about my drug test, but I'm not giving you anything. Or you- say, "I literally just smoked PCP. I can't do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's almost out of my system." Yeah. No, I mean that that's the way you challenge that because the, the idea it's very Trump move to say uh, to take a drug test because it's a lose-lose situation where if he does, you're like, look at this bitch. I told him to take a drug right. test and he took it. And if he doesn't, you're like, ooh, what is he hiding? So it's a, it's a lose-lose. So he needs to come back with, okay, yeah, no problem. I'll, I, drug test. I don't do drugs. I'll take a drug test, but I'm going to need something from you too. And then have a good thing that you know he can't answer. I think the drug test thing makes Trump seem very petty well, and silly. But he's got it a makes, good point. He's got a to good me, it point. makes him look like he's worried about the debate because he's been in this whole Sleepy Joe narrative the entire time, and then now he's slowly shifted to why well, he goes on drugs. What he says, why is, he's no, no, what he says is, is that uh, Sleepy Joe all of a sudden comes alive in debates. Is he taking some sort of drugs before he does his debate? Is he coking up before the day? And no, no, Gio, there's no, there's no truth to that. But the the thing that that comes out, and the thing that you you learn also in that Comey thing last night is. When you put that campaign out there, now people are walking around going, "Man, you hear Biden does drugs?" You know, right? So, so that's oh, the whole point is to. I know why he does it, but right? To me, but it's, uh, yeah. it's Trump sounding desperate because he's worried that, like, what you know, when Biden does has a debate, it's not going to fit the Sleepy Joe narrative that he's been pushing for months and months and months, and that's why he's slowly backed away from that because there, there's I feel nothing. Like he's lowered the bar so low that now people are going to be shocked if. Biden does do a good job because it doesn't fit what Trump has said. So now he's yeah. going, well, maybe it's a drug test. Maybe he's got to be on something because I've told you, you know, because when what Trump says is going to happen doesn't happen. Now he has to shift to something else. So he must be on drugs because I thought he was going to be sleepy. I don't I don't think that there's any part of anybody that believes Joe Biden is taking drugs. And if there is, if they if it's it's a drug that Bradley Cooper took. In that movie, <laughs> Limitless. Limitless, we'd yeah. all like to, we'd all oh, like to yeah, take it. Absolutely, yeah. but I don't. I don't think anybody believes that, and I think that Trump's followers. I'm talking about the diehard followers. They oh, yeah. believe everything that he says, and uh, and even when. He, but and then guys like me, was I don't believe him. I don't believe Biden's a drug, but I love when he says stuff like that. It makes me laugh. It makes me. It makes Biden freak out a little bit, you know. And and the I don't only think way it does though. Oh, I, 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 I do. Oh, sure, I, it does. No, I think it makes Trump look petty and nervous. To, to, to people who already don't like him. Right. You know what I mean? Fine. The people who like him are saying yes. Half of them are saying yes, Biden's on drugs. And the other half are saying, oh, that's just Trump being Trump. To you know? that point, you remember when the lady stood up during McCain's uh, thing, the Q&A, and she said about Obama being a terrorist and stuff, and McCain yeah. had to say, he's not, he's a good man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people it's, believe yeah. it. Yeah. To, to me, though, when the top story in the debate is not any of the issues, but it's Trump saying that he thinks Biden should take a drug test, therein lies the deflection, and therein lies what that's Trump's game plan, but, which is, but he, to me is petty. He is a deflector. We know that. Yeah. And also, when he comes out and he says something like that, and it gains some traction, because the first time he said it, he probably was just being, he probably making a joke, and then all of a sudden it gains traction, you're like, uh, hey, yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, go with that. People are buying it. Everybody mm-hmm. thought that Hillary Clinton was going to jail. Oh, when you find yeah, out on the, the, so, so this crazy. thing, they talk a little bit. I always ask this question. I'm like, what do we think the Russians did in the election that was so bad? And they, they bought Facebook ads? I'm like, well, what do I care? I, I, I'm not learning about politics from Facebook ads. I'm not, I don't, 
But uh, they show last night that uh, they bought so many ads and they they inundated you with all these things that people started to believe that uh, Hillary had AIDS. Hillary's doctors were saying that she was too sick to become Oh, yeah. Remember uh, they were showing her all vertigo and looking yeah. around and couldn't even get to a car by herself and all that right. stuff. Yeah, they were putting out all kinds of stuff. Right, but it, but they did a really good job at that. I, 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 I thought it was just like uh, political ads to, hey, vote for Trump or vote for Biden or whoever, you know, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not listening to, to Facebook to tell me who to vote for. It's like they're Facebook and and uh, uh, all these apps tell me I had to go register to vote. I've been registered to vote since I was 18 years old. I don't know why every place I go now somebody's got to remind me when the registration <laughs> day is. Like it just shows everybody's panicking right well, now. Well, I like, may I get every vote. I may have somebody that you listen to coming up here. In okay. Uh, right. Trump said he would also agree to a drug test if Biden agrees. The president said drugs could only explain Biden's uneven debate uh, performances in the past, saying, "Quote: I will be strongly demanding a drug test of Sleepy Joe Biden prior to or after the debate on Tuesday night." Naturally, I will agree to take one also. His debate performances have uh, been record-setting, uneven, to put it mildly. Only drugs could have caused this discrepancy. <laughs> See, to me, I think that's funny, and I think that that's what you do in, in a debate. You try to dress down your opponent, and you get people that, that you're preparing for no matter what he says. You have something to, to yeah, shoot back want- on. Do you want a debate or do you want a, a roast? Do you want a, a president or do you want I mean, the host I mean, a, of the party? A roast. There, there's <laughs> not, the thing, there's not, some people like that, but others, I, a lot of people I, But don't. I'm telling you, a majority of this country wants that. That's how he won the first time, by roasting Hillary Clinton, is what made Donald Trump, who, a guy Wrong. in the beginning that they said, yeah. the guy that they said was never going to, was a joke and shouldn't be there, rose above all of those other candidates because he roasted Clinton. Then it, it it just shows that a lot of people are just here for the entertainment value. Yeah. They don't really yeah. care yeah. what is going to happen regardless. Also, there, there's part of me, like, like, if I'm watching the debate and I see something that is just glaring and I go, yeah, that's the... Like, if Trump comes out tomorrow and he says, um, I'm going to... Uh, the first thing I'm going to do when I get in there is make abortion illegal and blah, blah, blah. And then I go, okay, well, I can't support that anymore. Like, there could be something that comes out in the in the debate. But for the most part, I think people watching the debates already have their mind made up. They're just looking to true. get, to get more information. For their guy. Yeah, they're looking to get more information of why they hate the other guy. That's what I that think they're true. watching. Uh, uh, there's one thing you can't deny. Whether you hate Trump with every, whether you hate Trump as much as crying Comey's wife does, uh, or whether you love him uh, as much as we do for the entertainment value, um, you will know that that debate is going to be a true ratings getter because the entire country, the entire world will be tuned in. And for the first time ever, 1025 The Bone will be airing it live. Yes. So if you're somebody who is not near a TV and you want to be listening on the radio or on the Bone app, you can listen to uh, all of the coverage of the debate as there is live tomorrow night at 9 o'clock right here on this very radio station. Uh, the New York Times on Sunday released an investigative analysis of more than two decades of U.S. President Donald Trump's tax returns, revealing evidence of chronic financial losses in years of tax avoidance. According to the Times report, Trump paid $750 in federal income taxes the, the, both the year he won the presidency and his first year in office. Seems like there should be more zeros there. Okay, but I know there's. Yeah. Uh, there, I, I'm going to tell you right now. We don't know enough about tax laws to get right. into this. Yeah. The yeah. other the other thing is, that I would defend uh, uh, Biden. I would defend anybody who is a business person that's in this situation. Not defend them to whether it's it's right or wrong morally. 
but legally. I don't legally. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why someone who claims to be a billionaire would only be would only have to pay seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes. Is it because those businesses reported such an incredible loss that that's what he owes personally? I don't understand it all. But evidently, our government, who ha- who is in charge of that, and who audits people, and who outs people, and arrests people, and all that. He's doing something legally right. I don't know what that is. If the problem is that he's beating the system legally, then maybe we need to figure out what that problem is and and fight it in the system. But you can't go back and blame that guy on it. Well, you can't go back and blame anybody who's operating within the system to, to for doing things legally. Right. And I, I know this is just supposed to smear Trump. That's the whole reason why they're bringing all this up. But really, if Trump's campaign doesn't point back to the Panama Papers, which was outed all the billionaires in the world on how they avoid taxes and how right. businesses avoid taxes, that's the play. Because this is, like you said, this is totally legal. He wasn't doing anything illegal. The guy, you can have LLCs and have well, offshore does anyone, There's nothing wrong with does, that. Yeah, does anyone think that millionaires and billionaires aren't doing stuff with their money that we don't know what to do? Yeah. And right. because right? they have that much money, they can do these things, whatever? Yeah. So. I and also, it's like when people say, "Oh, he he went bankrupt and he bankrupted all his." It's not. It's not bankrupt. You file for bankruptcy protection in some cases where you uh, are allowed to to time to restructure your company or are allowed to use the laws that are in place in order to benefit your company. That's what they're there for. That's what that's what yeah. uh, every American has the the right and the ability to do. And then when somebody does it, and yet they still. Walk around. Uh, I mean, the guy's flying in his own jet with his name on it. He seems to be right. doing pretty good. Uh, you know, that, then you go, "Oh, he's a failure." Oh, he's, he, he claimed bankruptcy. Well, that bankruptcy seems to be working out really well for him. Yeah. Uh, Trump paid nothing in income taxes in ten of the previous fifteen years. The president routinely reported long, substantially uh, losing substantially more money than he made during those years, and aggressively employs those losses to avoid paying taxes. The Times reported. In addition, Trump still has not resolved a 10-year battle with the IRS regarding the legitimacy of a uh, 72.9 million tax refund that he claimed uh, and received even after declaring substantial losses, uh, noting an adverse ruling could mean he owes an additional $100 million. Uh-huh. The analysis did not examine Trump's personal tax returns for 2018 or 2019. Alan Garten, an attorney for Trump's organization, said, quote, most, if not all, of the facts appeared to be inaccurate when the Times provided a letter summarizing the analysis findings. But the problem there also is that he won't he won't give them the truth. So you can you can say it's inaccurate all you want, but until you say here's why, here's here's the information that you're seeking and getting wrong he won't release that, so it leaves him open to people saying that he's a liar and that he's broke and he's not a billionaire and blah blah blah. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't. All I know is I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, yeah. I hope the Lightning win tonight, so we can just enjoy the <laughs> debates tomorrow night. Dwayne The Rock Johnson took to Instagram on Sunday where he shared a video of a virtual conversation he had with former Vice President Joe Biden and uh, Senator Kamala Harris and officially gave them his public endorsement for President and Vice President of America. Here is The Rock talking about that. As a registered independent for years now with centrist, centrist excuse me, ideologies, I do feel that Vice President Biden and Senator Harris are the best choice to lead our country 
and I am endorsing them to become president and vice president of our United States. Can we stop and look at The Rock real quick mm -hmm. and how goddamn tight his body is? Yeah, I mean, it's... look at—he's got muscles on his muscles. Look at every—I yeah. he, mean, he's got action figure body. Yeah, I yeah, some of that. but sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he's just bulky. But it looks some... like he has boobs. Yeah, but they're <laughs> they're muscle boobs. Yeah, you know what I mean. I would take they're those muscle boobs. boobies. But he he is the guy who goes. You know what my job is is to look fantastic. Yep. Nobody's coming to my movies for my acting or anything like that. They want to see a big muscle guy fight with a gorilla or do whatever they're doing, and that's his job. So he goes out and does it. That's the truth. And he, and he just makes right. millions and millions of dollars. If they were like, hey, listen, we're going to give you $50 million this year. All you have to do is make sure you work out every day and get into the best shape of your life. You better be in there grinding. I'd have yeah. to pass. Get it done. <laughs> yeah. That's what I used to. If you to can give me millions of dollars to eat sandwiches, I'd crush those. <laughs> oh God, I used to yeah. say that all the time because we used to have the male dancers at our club for ladies' night. And some of the male dancers are in great shape, and some of them weren't in great shape. And yeah. I go, "That's you know that tonight you're going to have to be down to your little g-string. Like, wouldn't you think you'd be in the best shape of your life? I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you're like, I'm just going to. I'm going to eat ice cream today. And now girls like dad bods, so maybe yeah. that's a thing. Hey, yeah, let me yeah. uh, grab David real quick on line two. Good morning, David. David says he knows why Biden, uh, why he wants Biden to take a drug test. What do you got, David? Yeah, good morning. Uh, I was calling about the whole Trump drug testing. It wasn't for illicit drugs. It was testing for drugs like for dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that. He wants to prove that he doesn't have any. Yeah, we don't think he's testing for cocaine. Mike said cocaine is a joke. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't I didn't take that into consideration that uh, by saying he must be taking some sort of drug that is making him smarter. That's what he said. Yeah, performance he, uh, enhancing. Right, but, but, uh, but uh, at the same time, you'd be exposing yourself to uh, any of the Alzheimer's drugs you take. That I, I did not consider that. Because that would be interesting. Yeah, that, if we... that was the main thing about the whole drug test, and that's yeah. why Biden refuses it. Okay, thank you. See, that's the thing. You'd believe that, David, but you don't know. But also, is the... he still on the phone? No. See, uh... that's part of the thing. That's part of Trump. Trump tells you, and you just believe it on it. You say that's why Biden won't take it. Oh, is it? Is that why? How do you know? You're just saying that because that's what you believe because you support Trump. But do you think that maybe Biden just wants to be like, I'm not letting this bitch tell me what to do. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna. He's gonna demand to take a drug test. I'm just gonna take it. That ain't happening. But you know, the, the thing is, and I don't know exactly whether this is right, but I would imagine that if you're taking a drug test or any kind of blood test and they're looking for different stuff in your blood, you they have to look for certain things. It's not like they can just test it and be like, this is the, he's on this, he's on this, he's on. You know, you took a vitamin. Yeah. You have to look specifically. We're looking for these drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's just like it's any toxicology report or any sort of, like any time somebody dies and they run through their system and they see what drugs were in their system, they can do that. Yeah, but they're they're specifically looking for some sort of drug like that. You know what I mean? Where they're not looking like if they're looking for arsenic, they'll see whether they have arsenic in their body or not. Right, but it, but it, what I'm saying is if they do a, if they do a complete screening of what is in the system, you can you can tell that. You don't you may not be able to be as specific as you can, but you can say yeah, there was a detection for Right, but uh, I don't know whether you're that, necessarily going to find drugs for dementia. Oh, I I, I, I would you're imagine specifically looking for But those. he's going to look for anything that's going to enhance his brain function, so anything that's going to be in there for dementia would be would be uh, you know, picked up immediately. Is a robot ghost vacuuming? Uh, you heard that? I was trying to talk louder so that you didn't hear it. Sorry. <laughs> nice. Coffee cup number two. Bad spot. Oh, yeah.
Uh, the question of wearing a mask or not is on the minds of many Floridians following Governor DeSantis's announcement that the state is moving to phase three. It's over, Ooh. everybody. No. It's, it's, yeah, no, yeah. It's no. Uh, but several local counties are reminding people that mask mandates are still in place, and the governor's announcement does not overrule them. If you live in Hillsborough County, there's a good chance you got a text message Sunday afternoon from the county, which reminded people, quote, Face masks are still required in Hillsborough County when in any indoor location other than your home. While the governor's executive order does not uh, does lift the fines associated with COVID-19 related enforcement, you still need a face covering to enter buildings in several Tampa Bay cities and counties. Some of those include Hillsborough, Pasco, Pinellas, Manatee County. Several cities in other counties have also adopted their own mask ordinances. Medical experts are still urging people to continue to wear face coverings uh, and practice social distancing. Uh, I went, I kind of quit the mask this weekend. Not for good, but just I went to, took the kids to go eat yesterday lunch and went to the restaurant, got to the door, and I realized I didn't have my mask. And I was like, oh, we're here now. Let's just go in. Nobody said anything. And then I went to my son's hockey game on Saturday, and I would say 80% of the people weren't wearing masks, and the ones who were had them down below their nose or on their chin. And I was like, yeah, we've given up on the mask. That's, that's slowly happening. I did sit next to a lady who had a baby, though, and um, the baby was staring at me, so I, you know, I wanted to play with the baby. So I looked at her and I go, I have antibodies. I'm just giving you a heads up. Just telling you, I'm, I'm clear. If you want me to breathe in this baby's face, I can. I'll breathe some antibodies right in there. But um, but that's the thing is that uh, I think people are just kind of just going through the motions now, but nobody, nobody really cares anymore. I showed up to your house and your wife opened the door and I was wearing a mask and she goes, you are not wearing a mask. And I go, I didn't, I didn't know yeah. who is and not it's, I mean, Galvin, though, you're right because we, when we did, we did the same thing. We pulled up and before we left the house, I was like, everybody bring your mask. I don't know, you know, no one said whether they're in, yeah. on or off, so just bring it just in case. If they were having a party and they didn't tell you that you had to wear a mask, that before you go, that's BS. It's on us. If I would have handed you a mask at the door. I wouldn't put it on. I'd just leave. Mm-hmm. I'm not, <laughs> that's bull, I, bull crap. <laughs> I was at Home Depot over the weekend. I noticed a lot of people were not wearing masks as they were days prior. You building something? No. Oh. <laughs> I need um, some new appliances. I, I want to point out that today and yesterday are not National Sun's Day. Did everyone just do that because it was National's Daughter's Day on Friday or whatever? No, National, da- National Son's Day was the 25th, and I looked it up. Somebody put it on their Facebook page today, and I was like, I didn't know that. No. And then I looked it up, and it said that September 25th is National Son's Day. So everybody is jumping on the bandwagon, putting it on their Facebook, including my wife, who said, I missed National Son's Day, <laughs> who, she, who recognizes that it's not today, but she went ahead and put a little tribute to my son up there, and I, I, it's not today. So don't fall for it. Don't fa- don't fall for Facebook again. Uh, Mike Kelta. Oh, National Sons Day 2020 is celebrated on September 28th every year, oh, but ha- I- some have also been known to celebrate similar on similar day on March 4th each year. But right, uh, hold on, let me read you. Let me read you what I read from the Google, Google box. Okay, uh, National Sons Day, Saturday, September 26th. You know what? Right next to this, it says. Saturday, September 26th. So yeah. they're, this is from nationaltoday.com, and then this source is, I don't know what this is, uh, source is trending. And then this here, uh, it says, people all also ask, when is National Sons Day? 
And the answer on this, September 25th, 2020. Mm. So maybe as the year changes. Oh, hold on. Is there a National Sons Day? March 4th, honors the sons of the world. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, that's what that one's on. Let's make it up. You want to honor your son today? Go ahead and put it up there. Nobody's going to be mad at you. Yeah, we because I feel, I feel like we missed it. We, everybody was celebrating their daughters, and we missed the son thing. All right, listen yeah. to this. Is, there, is National Sons Day real? National Sons Day is a day to celebrate and recognize that special importance and significance of being a son and raising sons. Sons will be future fathers, role models, and leaders. March right. 4th. Mm-hmm. Oh, March 4th. It, is there a National Sons Day? September 28th. Every and then year. this says National Sunday dates. 2020, September 28th. 2021, September 28th. 2022, September 28th. 2023, <laughs> September 28th. That's unbelievable. Yeah. We don't know. So go ahead. You're allowed to because you you Whatever. have... From March until September 28th. Of- but don't feel guilty that you didn't know. Yeah. Like, my wife's like, I can't believe I missed it. Don't don't worry about it. You didn't know. It's You're not right. real. You're right. I'm going to be that guy and just say every day is National Sunday. Oh, <laughs> your dad would disagree with you. <laughs> totally, 100%. <laughs> uh, just about 10 minutes till the uh, first keyword, giving out $1,000. What? Yeah. Oh. Man. Uh, a man aimed a pistol at protesters as they marched through downtown uh, St. Pete Saturday night. Uh, an incident broadcast live on Facebook. A St. P- Petersburg police spokeswoman told Tampa Bay Times that officers saw the gun incident on social media and are gathering information. I guess right now they don't have this guy's ID yet. Uh, we do have the video up on Bone TV. Take a look at this. Yeah, I go. need to see a video. He's reaching. He's got, he's got a gun. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, it seems like they all have guns. Yeah, but okay, but but here's here's what you're what you're not realizing. Back up that video and start it over again. You don't have to play the audio. Just watch the let's. So they're walking down the street, and that guy. There's two guys that ran up to that one guy. You know, you have to look. I am not. I I said this on Friday. I am. I did not go out to dinner down there. I am not engaging in any of these people. I don't care what side they're on. I am not. I am not going to get in a position where I feel like I have to pull my gun out. I'm not putting myself in a position. But there comes a point now where you have to look at the law and say, is that guy uh, in his legal rights to pull out his gun? If he's walking down the street and somebody comes and gets in his face and is aggressive, does he have the right to protect himself? Right, but from this video, though, and, you know, there could have been stuff before and after the video, we don't know, but he is running and they are running. No, he's walking down the street and they run at him. Go, I'm not, look, I'm telling you right now. The guy in the blue shirt. All right, hold on. Re- rewind it again. The, okay, good. The guy running. in the blue Oh, he is running. You're yeah. right. He ran right Yeah, they're him. both running. And so. you're right. I don't know what happened before or after. But, okay, um, now now the other thing that I heard on uh, Saturday, that the, this was a white supremacist group, which I don't know that that is to be true, but they all do seem like white people. Uh, yeah. Does anybody know who they claim to be, or are they just an anti-protester group? Uh, the identity of the man who pulled the gun is not known, so I don't know whether the group is known or not. So on Friday's show, uh, you know, several people called and emailed me and said, I will be happy to go down there with you to Bayshore, and maybe me, you, and a couple of your friends could go out and die in this way when these people approach us. We could have different results. And I said, yeah, that, that, that'd be great. Out of watching the video and feeling frustrated, I would like to do that. But it's only going to get worse if you do that. Yeah. You go down there, and then they get in our face, and we get in their face, and they get more people, and then we get more people. And then uh, before you know it, unnecessarily people are dead on both sides. And that's the worst thing that could come out of this. Stay away from it. Avoid it. And uh, 
you know, I'm not saying don't support your neighborhood and don't support your your neighbors uh, if they're in a situation where like this. But don't go looking for trouble. This is looking for trouble. Can I play this guy's audio again? This sounds like a bad audition for a movie. Take a listen to this. He's reaching. He's got. He's got a gun. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's reaching. He's got a gun. Yeah. Uh, Tony, can you do it a little more? I need more energy and like fear. Okay. It looks to be about uh, ten to twelve white guys with beards, and. Uh, and don't tread on me flags. Mm. Yeah, that's not going to be a that's not a conversation that's going to end well. Well, did you see what happened in uh, California? The guy in the white Prius. No, that got pulled out of his car. No, but he, I believe just because he was in the Prius. <laughs> that's, so that's legal. I'm surprised they, were, they pulled him out. If he was yeah, in the Prius. they he was the, you know they were doing protests uh, out in California, and none of the people were protesting with permits or anything, so nobody knew what was going on. And the way the story goes is this guy just drove up and tried to drive away, didn't hit anybody, wasn't driving erratically. But when he drove away, some of the protesters that were in a truck sped up and went and cut off the guy in the Prius. And then a, a Mustang came up behind the Prius and they blocked him in. And then they pulled the guy in the Prius out of the oh, car yeah. and they were beating him up. And then the cops detained the guy, the driver of the Prius, not any of the protesters, just the guy in the Prius that was just trying to escape. And he ended up getting his ass beat anyways. Unbelievable. Here, well, that, let, me, let me go to some of these phone calls. Uh, Tom, Tom, you're on the mic. Out the show is your friend of the guy who pulled the gun? Yeah. Um, I, I actually saw the video. Um, that's how I knew it was them because I said, oh, wow. I said, I told my wife, I said, you know, that's so-and-so over there, you know, a bunch of our friends. I, I'm real good friends with them. I hang out with them. And he, uh, he, they were down there, and they joined the group of, I guess it was like uh, the group for – Sending the blue, and they were just making sure that the city was safe because nobody, there was no police presence down there whatsoever, not one. Yep. And they were just recording the video and, 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 and you know, obviously mocking the, the mayor and everybody else. And uh, they were just trying to keep people safe, you know, to make sure, because they were going up on tables and yelling at people, and it was just, you know, jumping on hoods. So there was an argument that ensued with a guy, and then the friend of mine, I don't know if he started it, but he, you know, he, he obviously hit him. But one of the other guys come running up with him with a knife, and that's why he pulled his gun. That, that's somebody else said that they uh, they pulled a knife on him. Do you know, and Tom? Is there a way to get I a know hold? The guy, I, is there a way to get a hold of him? I'd love to talk to him. I I could ask him if he wants to to talk to you. All and, right, we you know, hold on and talk to Carmen. The next guy. Yeah, talk to Carmen off sure. the air. This way, you guys can work that out because I'd love to get him on. He doesn't <laughs> have to give me his his real name if he doesn't want to. Uh, I just right. want to. I just would like to hear what happened before the video and after the video because he seems very calm, but he did pull the gun. I'd like to know what why he felt like he had to do that. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. Hold on. Uh, Mike, go ahead. You're on the Mike Calder Show. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's going on? Um, that group that is down there, that's the they're a counter-protest group. They're called the Community Patriots of Tampa, and they kind of run, like, interference on, like, people blocking traffic or the tables or any of that stuff like that happened or the people jumping on the tables or, you know, yeah. interrupting people's dinner and stuff. And then that video, so I'm part of that group on Facebook, and the guy initially pulled a knife on him, and then that other guy pulled a gun. Um, yeah, so. and that's, that, that's, and that's what I figured. <laughs> yeah. uh, but here, but here's the thing, and uh, I, I kind of look. You ask me, Mike Calta, the father of two. Do I like it? Yeah, I love it. I'd, I'd like to grab a bat and go down there and be part of that uh, group that uh, 
you know, protects the people who are out there trying to enjoy themselves and have a good day. But I know what's going to happen, and I know it's going to end. The Patriot Group shouldn't have to be out there because the police should be taking care of this. Yeah. And the reason why the police yeah. is not taking care of it is because the mayor is not letting them. So the problem yeah. lies within the mayor's office. I gave out the mayor's office There's- number on Friday and said you should have concern, express your, your voice as a citizen to the mayor and let him know that you're not going to tolerate it because this is what's going to happen. That guy's yeah, going to pull a knife, also- and, and that guy's going to shoot two people. Yeah, there's also a video, if you look on their um, Facebook page, of the um, St. Pete police, like, confronting the counter-protest um, group, asking them to stand down as the other group, like, blocks traffic and everything like right, that. So because that's the, that's the political right. thing to do, is to is to ask them to disperse and let the other people run around and act like animals. Right. So now you have two groups acting like animals. People are just getting fed up with it. Like, um yeah. I posted the other day that, you know, I have political signs. I won't say which. You can probably guess. But they've been stolen out of my yard like eight times now. And um, and then the people across the street have the opposing party. And the original sign that they put up is still in there. And while it's just a political sign, it's It doesn't annoying, matter. Right? It's your property and yeah, it's on I your lawn. I get right. it. I get it. I get it. And it gets very frustrating, and it's just it's just a, a, a sample of what happens. But But the problem is, is that... The we need to trust in law enforcement to take care of this, and they're failing us because of the directives of of their bosses, of the mayors. Right. How, and let me I, how how the mayor didn't have the police swarm down over to Beach Drive the other day and protect the citizens there. I don't know. That's embarrassing yeah. to, to St. Petersburg. Well, I, I, unfortunately, I might, it's going to end bad. Yeah, you know? that's it's the thing. That's why I would. That's why I would encourage you. I'm not saying hide your head in the sand and don't do anything. But realize that things are really hot right now, and that, yeah. that going down there with counter-protest groups is only going to lead in death on both sides. It's unnecessary because yeah. because both groups want justice. One group wants justice for uh, for black people, and one one group wants justice for the rest of America for two different mm-hmm. kinds of justice. So uh, right. you know, I, it's it's not it's not those people fighting against each other it's both fighting a system that is failing you right now and and it's mm-hmm. unnecessary for us to end up with people especially from St. Pete and Tampa that are ending up dead young people who are thinking out there out there fighting the cause on both sides and they're going to end up dead for no reason yeah all right man i appreciate it y'all have a good day. yeah thank you look i i get it if i'm telling you right now i started the whole conversation friday by saying if i'm eating out there at the diner or, or at the restaurant rather and i'm on the curb and this, the minute that guy jumps over on the chair and scares my wife, I'm snapping his neck. Right, but that's unnecessary. I mean, all he did was come over there. I don't. I'm just avoiding it at all costs because it's going to end badly. Uh, real right. quick, we have yeah. to do this. Obviously, this is all about money. This hour's bone bonus keyword is class. Text CLASS to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour. And go get your thousand bucks. Powered by Achieva Credit Union. Something everyone can agree on. Yeah, there you go. Go try and win. Good luck to everybody who's listening. I'd like to see a winner come from right here on the bone. Uh, all right, well, look, I, I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, I don't. I am not encouraging... I get what you guys are doing, the Patriot Group. I get what you guys are doing. I feel that that same frustration when I watched that video from last week. Uh, maybe if we go down there and protect them, think about it. That's if you want to, if you really want to do the right thing, get on the phone and call the mayor and tell him he needs to be out there 
dispersing these crowds, getting these people out of there. You're protecting the citizens and you're protecting the businesses, and that's what you need to really concentrate on. You going down there is only asking for trouble. And even if you're able to defend yourself and fight that trouble off, that's not what you want. Because what happens? You go out there and tell your family, I'm going to go out and protect those people, and you end up getting killed while you're out there. Uh, or or you you know get some, some guy gets up in your face and you shoot him because you're scared, and you end up shooting a 17-year-old kid. I mean, it, it, it's not going to be good in the end for either side. And I really hope people start uh, letting their heads get a little bit more leveled and, and let the police handle the situation. Uh, in some good news, Buccaneers news, Tom Brady had his first game with three passing TDs with his new team. Brady Thank finished God. 25 of 38 for 297 yards and three touchdowns. Tampa Bay lost Chris Godwin to a hamstring injury. Scotty Miller led the Tampa led Tampa Bay with uh, 83 yards receiving, and Mike Evans had two touchdowns uh, as the Buccaneers controlled the game from the start to finish with a 28-10 to victory over the Denver Broncos. Well, stats are a little misleading. I mean, Scotty Miller had a good game yesterday, but keep in mind he caught one of those balls with like a 45-yard pass. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it was great. It was great to see. And then also the other big story is how great the defense played yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was awesome to see. Uh, what everybody was worried about in in week one disappear in week two and get even further put away in week three. So, so up in Denver, they had some crowds and or had some fans of the crowd. They also had some South Park members in the, yeah. uh, uh, in the crowd. Great. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Well, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans clamoring to see the new quarterback Tom Brady in person won't have to wait much longer. The Bucks announced Saturday that starting next week. When, the, uh, when they host the Los Angeles Chargers on October 4th, a small number of longtime season ticket holders, players uh, and staff, family members, and luxury suite members will uh, be able to watch at Raymond James Stadium. Originally, the plan was set to begin with the soft opening in week six when the Bucks host the Packers on October 18th. But when Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced Friday to move the state into phase three of its reopening plan, they accelerated the process. Uh, on October 18th, the stadium will open to a larger group of fans, reaching 25% capacity of its over 65,000 seats, the maximum allotted capacity for 2020. The uh, team will begin selling tickets on October 1st with priority given to those who have had season tickets since 1998 or earlier. Luxury suite members will have full access to their suites starting with the Week 4 Chargers game, along with players, family members, and uh, family members of staff. All season pass members who have their have kept their 2020 season pass payments will be able to purchase limited tickets for up to two games with the possibility of additional games based on availability and tenure. Uh, tickets for priority pre-sale for the remainder of the season will go on uh, sale on October 5th. I would really like to go to yeah. the game. Yeah, because my wife's out of town this weekend. It's just me and my son, and I would like to go to the game. I would like to get the... Uh, the sprinter out there and do a little tailgating before the game. Yeah. I would like to make a good day of it. Plus, I think the weather's changing a little bit, so it'll be fun. I just, I just, uh, uh, if the suite's the way to go, I'm just letting everybody know I'm available to go in the suite. <laughs> yeah. The only person to ever invite me in their suite, ever, ever, was Helen. Remember Helen? Helen, who paid to take me on a date. I don't think oh, that's uh, true. Yeah. I don't think chat. that's true. Who? Uh, Dom. No, but Dom didn't invite me in the suite. Okay. Dom, Dom used to have a suite. And my son and I, I took my son to his first game when he was like five, and it was so goddamn hot that I was like, I got to call Dom. I'm going up to his suite. Okay. Well I mean, then- he did say, if you guys want to come by, so I just took advantage of that and said, yes, we'll come by. <laughs> you and I were in a suite, 
whenever uh, Mike Allstott was either getting into the Ring of Honor or doing something. Remember, we were in a suite. Whose suite was that? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, we were in the suite. I like suites. Yeah. <laughs> Whose suite were we in? I don't know. Does Chuck, I don't even remember does Chuck Fast or Bob Murray or somebody have no. a suite? I don't know whose that was, but we were in there. No, I've been in a bunch of suites, but I've mostly invited myself in those suites. <laughs> I've been in the Hooter suite a million times, but they, I, I just I've only been to two. In. I've only been to uh, two Buccaneers game. One or no, three was uh, you know the two against the Steelers, and then the one was with you when Allstott was getting into either the Ring of Honor or something with him. Who else was there? I don't know. I will tell you that I've been in a lot of suites as, as Pete's guest. Yeah, but I've not been. Nobody calls me and says, hey, super popular radio host, I have a suite. You want to come in that people would love to have in the suite? Never. <laughs> Cox had a suite, and Cox never invited me in the suite. Mm. Cox never invited me in the suite. You see pictures of, like, sales guys and their friends and their, their you know, yeah. uh, other couples and all that stuff, and you're like, I don't, I don't understand how this is. Never, never once invited me in the suite. So so what we were at Mike Allstott's thing? Yeah. I don't know what it was, who's it was, oh, or anything. You know what? what? I take that back. I take that back. Do you know who is inviting me in the suite? Who? Mike Allstott. Yeah, there you oh. go. That, that, and, that is true. Mike Allstott, uh, his people have reached out to me a couple of times and said, we have a couple of extra tickets in the suite if you'd like them. And, and that is absolutely true. I take that back. I, I apologize. I know last year you gave, you had uh, tickets you gave me. I took my son. We sat in the, the Mike Allstott Allstott family yeah, foundation was, suite. Right, that was the one, and I couldn't make it to that thing. And I, but yeah. um, uh, and they were nice enough to say, well, if there's somebody else on your show that wants to use them, but uh, but that's it. I, I never Budweiser's never invited me in, into the suite. Um, Cox never invited me into the suite. Who else do I know that has suites? I don't know. I'm very upset now. now but you again. you should point out other suites though, not for the Bucks. Other suites like Chuck Fest, uh, Migs, uh, Ben Malik, Malictronic. I mean, he's been the most generous uh, guy who's ever. I guess Ben would call me during lightning game and be like, "Hey, do you want to come to the suite?" And I'd be like, "I can't, Ben. I got I, the kids really wanted to go to game." He's like, "Oh, let's give you four tickets." And he was he's been the nicest. Mm. Um, yeah, and that, and and uh, DeBartolo and Migs there. Migs forces me into the seat into the suite. Like I'll say, uh, I'm going to go and. I have these seats over here, and he'd go, why wouldn't you want to sit in the suite? And I'd be like, all right, Migs, you're right. I do want to sit in the suite. I just didn't want to be that guy. And then I'd go in there and have a ball. So, uh, yeah, I don't. you know what, Galvin? I'm having a range of emotions right now. I went from from anger to happiness to sadness. I'm somewhere around sad. Thank you. That's what I do. Well, I will That's be my news. accepting all open suite invitations. Geo, I would be happy sitting in seats if we could go together. Like, if we go, do we have to sit two seats away from each other? I don't think oh, so. Totally. We're in the, yeah. Listen, we, if, I, I want to point this out, okay? Uh, me, my son, Geo, Olivero, John Brennan, we all had seats together, didn't we? Who else? Am I leaving anybody else? Dom? Mm-hmm. Am I leaving anybody else out? Uh, John's uh, buddy JD. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, I, did his I, brother? I, did your brother or his brother? No, I, I'm just saying we're the important people. Not, not okay. Well, you asked anybody yeah. else, and then I'm said just saying somebody. anybody else. No, in I the, asked in anybody else. You said <laughs> so. Uh, I you thought said you said I was okay, Spider. And then you said, oh, they don't matter. <laughs> what say, I'm saying is, say important people then. Six people. If we get six tickets, Gio, we go together. We tailgate and go. I'm in. I, but I want to point out, I'm willing to spray my antibodies on everybody. Yeah, thank I'm you willing for to sit. 
Six How do you row- spray them? Listen, you weren't there for the season tickets. You don't get to just come along now. That oh, you said you were bringing your son. That's me. I'll be there. No, you're not my son. My son will fight you. <laughs> yeah, he'll beat my ass. Bye. Spanish, <laughs> right now, could you name yes. four players that are on the Bucks? Easy. Okay. Besides Brady and Gronkowski. No Brady, no Gronkowski. Oh, well, now we're putting <laughs> Yeah, because, on come on, that, come they're on, everywhere guys. on the news. All right. Come on now. Don't Google it and look at the camera. Put your hands up. And name four members of the Bucks right now that are currently playing other than Brady and Gronkowski. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Three more. <laughs> oh, you heard me? Tom Brady. <laughs> nope. You're, you're not allowed to name that one. Robert? Joe, if you're, sending, if you're sending messages, I could see it in your glasses. Nope. Gronkowski. Who? Robert Gronkowski? Terrell Owens. No. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we literally just said, I just did the thing and said who had the most receiving yards and who and went I out commented with, on it. with yeah, a ha- hamstring yeah. injury. I who know. That was the guy. He had poor ham, hammy's ham. <laughs> Scotty Miller had the most yards and Chris Godwin had the hamstring injury. Oh, well, now you Name one person that. that plays defense for the Buccaneers. He got sacks. He got a safety. Warren Sapp. Uh, hey, listen to this real quick. This is me. That's your ticket. Uh, <laughs> let me no, give it one I'm more. Looking, I can see there what you're you ripping up. It's yeah. paper. There was a paper. It, had, it said Spanish is going to go to the game with you. No, and I just ripped it up. I'll be there. I will be there. The Bucks had the defensive sack leader in the entire NFL last season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know. Tell Beat me Warren about Sapp's it. What a great record. team. Yeah, way to go, Bucks. And that mm-hmm. was who? That was Bucko Bruce. How about how about, shh, shh. Yeah. Shepard Smith. <laughs> Shepard Smith. Was that, that is correct. That is correct. Uh, all right, Gio, let's get, let's work on that. Let's get some tickets for this game. Yeah, I can't. I'm not going. Tailgate. Spanish is going. No, he's not going. Uh, I'll see you guys there. I'll nope. be there. I would take yeah. Joe though. Yeah. No, oh. Joe. Can't no, Joe's go. a jinx. No, no, no. <laughs> Joe would be so funny. Joe is a jinx. Joe wouldn't be. Joe wouldn't be able to not sing the national anthem. <laughs> That's good luck. No jinx. That's uh. right. Uh, during Friday's press conference in St. Petersburg, Governor uh, DeSantis said he is expecting Raymond James Stadium to be fully packed on February 7th, 2021 yeah. for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Saying, quote, I wanted to show that we are going to be able to host the Super Bowl in February. Uh, we expect to do a full Super Bowl and we're going to show that we're going to be able to do that. So he's yes. expecting it to be packed. I hope packed he's right. In. <laughs> I hope he is right. I will only want to go to the Super Bowl if the Bucks are in it. Okay. Like, if you tell me uh, the Super Bowl is going to happen and it's going to be as a game as electrifying as tonight's Monday Night Football game where you have uh, uh, Mahomes taking on, uh, what's Lamar his Lamar Jackson. Lamar. The, the, you got the, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens taking each other on in the Super Bowl. I still wouldn't care as much as if I would as if it's a Bucks. I don't want to go. Uh, as any Super Bowl that happens in Tampa Bay in the last few years, the Steelers will be in there and they will win. Steelers are three and zero in your face. I'll take that. Action. <laughs> uh, legendary NFL quarterback Joe Montana reportedly confronted oh. a home intruder yeah. over the weekend after the burglar allegedly grabbed one of his grandchildren. Unbelievable. Yeah, an unidentified 39-year-old woman entered the Los Angeles County home of Montana and his wife, where they were staying on Saturday. Saturday around 5 p.m. using an unlocked door. At that point, the suspect allegedly saw a woman holding a baby 
grabbed the child and walked to a different part of the house. According to the report, Montana whipped a football in her face. Now, uh, Montana and his wife confronted the woman and wrestled the baby away from her. She fled the scene but was captured by police who happened to be in the area for an unrelated matter just a few blocks away. Uh, she has since been charged with kidnapping and burglary. That is Jesus. absolutely insane. Way, oh. to be a, way to be heads up on on the intruder, man. Sounds like Manson family kind of stuff, oh, you know what I mean? Real. Or remember that uh, same people, that the, the guys who plotted to kidnap Letterman's kid. You yeah. see an opportunity to make some money there as a worker on the, in the house. Crazy. And, yeah, it is crazy. Uh, Spanish. Yes. Question. Yep. Um, did you... Oh man, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta apologize. I did get invited to a suite that I was just reminded. David Wells used to have a suite. He took me in the oh. suite too. Uh, did you take a college class with any future Buccaneer player? Did you perhaps take a, a college class with a person who played for USF and then went on to play for the New York Giants and then uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I don't know. Kyle says he took a class with you and Jason Pierre-Paul. Kyle, good morning. You're on the Mike Calvert Show. Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. Yeah, uh, I was in a class with Spanish in probably 2009-2010 at USF that time. I Honestly, it was so long ago, I can't remember what class it was, but the professor's last name was McGee. She was a female, and Jason Pierre-Paul was in that class with us. (laughs) Was that that like the... the, uh, um, there was like a, a college course that was supposed to help you after you graduated that I remember I took, and there seemed to be a lot of athletes in there, but I have no idea who anybody was. There's just a lot of big dudes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was, the problem was it was always group projects, and I was always getting grouped up with Jason Pierre-Paul, and he never did any of the work. No. Uh, I had to, We had to do everything. And you were like, Jason, you going to help us? And Jason said, listen, bitch, I'm going to be a millionaire <laughs> yeah. in a couple of years. I don't I'm need to know this. anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was always the type of projects where you had to turn in a first draft and then a second draft and then the final project, and he would never do any of the first stuff. Yeah, he said, I'm going to be in the AFL draft. That's the only draft I'm doing. (laughs) When it it came time to turn in the final project, though, it would always be the most, like, complete, well-thought-out paper ever, and it was kind of clear that he didn't do anything. Uh, he didn't take that class that told him not to play with fireworks. I know that for oh. sure. Hey, listen, that guy went on to play in the NFL to play for the Giants and the Buccaneers. He lost his fingers, and he's still as strong now as he ever was before. So uh, good for him. He seems to have taken the right life choices. Thank you, Kyle. Spanish, you fail us yet again. Spanish had no idea. <laughs> you could be like, oh, yeah, I know JPP from back right. in the day when we took classes together. Yeah, that yeah. would be awesome. <laughs> that would be. I can get him on the show. Maybe we, you I, didn't I have so much bong resin in your head. You'd know that. <laughs> uh, the Dallas Stars have forced a game six in the Stanley Cup final after defeating our Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2 to in double overtime of game five. The Lightning lead the series 3-2. to The very important game six happens tonight with the puck drop set for 8 p.m. in Edmonton. Well, I'm excited to watch it. I wish it started at 6 p.m., but I'll I'll be up for the whole thing. Do it. Put it away. I'm wearing my cape tonight. Uh, Steven Stamkos (laughs) will not play in the rest of the Stanley Cup final. Lightning coach John Cooper said on Sunday, saying, quote, to be blunt, he's done for the season. Hopefully the next time we see him on the ice is for a trophy presentation. I'm going to tell you right now. Can I I make more Stamkos predictions? Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) Stamkos is done playing hockey, I think, now. 
This is what this is what I'm gonna tell you. Why I thought. Let me tell you my theory behind this. I have no inside information. Mike Kelta. Mike Kelta. Mike Kelta. I have no inside information, and I have no sources. This is me speculating. Okay, so uh, I was 100 percent right that Stephen Samkos left the bubble, and then he came back, and he came back, and he said to them, "My injury is bad, but I am well enough to play. Let me play in one more game and see how it goes." And we'll take it from there. And if I injure it, I injure it. I think I'm going to retire after the season anyway. But I Ooh. can't not play in a Stanley Cup final. Let me play. At least let me go out there. And they did. And he scored. And he was like, that's all I needed. I'm done now. That's what I'm guessing. I don't have any. I'm telling you right now, before Twitter jumps all over me and says, you don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I'm making that up. I'm telling you right now I'm making it up. But I think that he, I know that he was injured badly. And I know he was out rehabbing. And I'm saying that I think that he came back and said, I don't think that I'm going to be able to play anymore. Let me go in there. I don't care if I injure it for the rest of my life. This is going to be my last season. Let me go in there and play. And he did, and he scored the goal, and he was like, nope, that's all I needed. Done. Put my name on the cup, and let's go. What did Stamkos ever do to you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, idiot. Uh, if you remember this, Tom Brenneman uh, is officially out as Cincinnati Reds play-by-play man. The 57-year-old formerly resigned from his position weeks after he used a homophobic slur on air. If you remember back on August 19th, he was broadcasting the Reds-Royals game. His microphone was hot. I don't think he knew it, and he said this. The f- capitals of the world. Yeesh. What? Reds Live, the pregame show presented oh. by Ray St. Clair Roofing. You you hit that hard. Listen to this. The f- capitals of the world. And then he realizes live. Reds Live, the pregame show. Hey, presented. everybody. Hey. Welcome back. Good to see you. Uh, Brenneman has uh, been indefinitely suspended by the team over the comment, but on Friday he announced he was officially stepping away from the broadcast position for good. The Reds say they have accepted his resignation and add that they applaud, quote, his heartfelt effort of reconciliation with the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, that's kind of hard to climb out of on that one. And you said it with such anger, too. Yeah. 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 It's hard. There's some sort of, you can say things and be kind of aloof about it and just to be funny, you know, and then there's a way to be like, I'm angry. Or there's also, I'm so gay that I'm disguising it as angry. Uh, So, Joe, don't show the pictures yet, but when you do, show her mugshot first and then the other one. Uh, we're going to do a little hot or not, so listen to the uh, all the different stuff here. All a right. California sheriff's deputy accused last year of having sex with a teenage boy oh. has been sentenced to six months in jail. The sentence was imposed on Wednesday in the case of Shauna Bishop, who is 44 years old, a former member of the Sacramento County Sheriff's Office. The sentence also requires her to serve uh, probation as a registered sex offender. Uh, although Bishop is a deputy sheriff, she did not meet the victim through her job, nor did the alleged acts occur while on duty. That's in a statement from Folsom Police Department. Uh, court documents accuse Bishop of having sex with the 16-year-old son of another deputy who she had previously dated. Ooh, the, documents, yeah. the documents say that uh, Bishop told investigators she did not have any memory of what happened because she had taken Ambien. The documents also quoted the boy as telling investigators that Bishop blamed their sexual activity on adult movies <gasps> she watched. Wait, I know, so she dated him when? She dated a deputy 
and he had a 16-year-old oh, son. she dated the deputy, yes. and then yeah. she went after she the She dated son. the deputy who had a 16-year-old son, and then she wound up banging the 16-year-old son. Yeah. So she's nuts. Yeah. So she's 44, California, former sheriff's deputy, hot or not? I got to really, let me let this sink in. She dated the deputy. Yeah. And she, no, I'm going to say she's not hot. You're going to say no. Nope, Spanish, not, hot or not? She's not hot. I'm going to say she is everything I've ever dreamed of. No, everything Spanish has no. ever dreamed of. Oh Gio, God, what do you got? Story. She's 44? Yeah. She's hot. She's no. hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Carmen. 44, banging 16-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah, she has to be hot. Why do you think that? Because, I mean, even though adolescent boys will sleep with whoever they can get their hands on. I feel like to like actually pull a sixteen-year-old as an older woman, you have to at least be good-looking. So Mike what, is on an island. Wait, let me ask a question. You don't think that she's doing this just to get even with the uh, the 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 guy she used to date, or she's like, I'm just so desperate for sex that I'll go after the. If I can't get that guy anymore, I'll get the son. No, I've I feel like when we've ever seen women predators like this, they're always good-looking. Oh, the true. votes are in. Mike is on an island by himself saying she is not hot. Everybody else says she is hot. Joe, please show the mugshot first. Here you go. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, that's I a mean, mugshot. Yes. Not hot, but definitely oh. attractive. Show, and... show the next one, Joe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh she's hot. Oh, yeah. A yeah. little yeah. bit of makeup on her. Yeah. And that's even in uniform looking wow. good. She looks like she keeps Ooh. it tight. Yep. That she... kid is like. Jack Potteroo. Yeah. And FTW. You know, she, she was saying stuff like, oh, your dad could never give it to me like that. And no. he's like, oh, yes. Has her has him put the gun to her head? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like from Sopranos? <laughs> hey, do you tell your dad? Yeah, 100%. Like, I, uh, I would but tell when? my dad. Because as soon as you tell him, you know it's over. So no, like, yeah, how, that's no, cool. I, yeah. how many times? I mean, not if he banged her first, then he's like, this son of a bitch. My dad probably would have. I'd be like, hey, Dad, remember that chick you used to bang? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm banging her. He'd go, shut up. And i go, yeah. He'd be like, yeah, good for you. She was pretty good. That's me and my dad. That's mm, the conversation yeah. we just had. Me and my dad, yeah. We banged the same girl. Yeah. Me and my dad, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's a cop now. <laughs> Not anymore, though. Wow. Yeah. How do you like that? I that wish I could meet some of these crazy broads. <laughs> yeah, for real. I uh, mean, like, I, you never get any of that. Like, I, you know, you get a chick who's willing to throw it all the way for a 16-year-old. I never get one that's like, I don't care that you're married. I'd be happy with that. <laughs> uh, today is another national day. Every day is a national day. Today Sunday. is a good one, though. National Drink Beer Day. Oh, so yeah. So you're allowed, they say you're allowed to drink at work. <laughs> yeah, uh, national, yeah. No, I don't I, believe any of it. I don't know whether that's true. I read that somewhere. It may have been the internet. They may be lying to me. <laughs> uh, new special, Joe Exotic, Before He Was King, premieres tonight on Investigation Discovery. It tells a lifelong story of what sent Joe down the path of depravity and conspiracy to commit murder. Uh, he, there's, uh, we have an exclusive preview here, and the guy, Derek, who actually is putting this together, is going to be on the show in the 9 o'clock hour. Here's a little bit from the uh, show that's going to be on tonight.
first part of my childhood on a farm in Garden City, Kansas. I went to a Catholic school, and we had white mice and some other animals in the classroom. And during the summertime, the nuns let me bring home the, the white mice for the summer. And I brought home four white mice, and it was time to go back to school. I think I had close to 50 or 60 of them. They multiplied that fast. His relationship with animals as a child may have also been complicated because there are some reports of him harming animals. But there is an even darker secret lurking in Joe's childhood. Oh, tune in tonight to find out. Ooh, I want to know what that is. I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> uh, the, so this guy, Derek, is he just hosting this thing or is he part of the investigation? Spanish? Hold on, I got a little oh, bit. Oh, Jesus. I think God. he's hosting it. Hold right. on. Joe's got Kanye's 43. Exit full screen. No, no, Rob would be able to answer that. Oh, that. Wow. Like All right. this. Well, Don't even say that. Like this. Come on. I don't even need to look it up now because he's yep. just breaking hearts. Yep. Yeah. All right, moving on. There's a guy who is doing something with it, I guess. We'll find out at 9 o'clock. We're going to talk to him in the 9 o'clock hour, yeah. So, you know, everybody was like, hey, we can't have uh, white people or non black people voicing black characters and stuff, and Family Guy. Was one of them the the that uh, Mike? So so let me ask you a question. Yeah, we're gonna have people play characters, but they have to be really like those characters. Yeah, yeah. So now whenever there's a scientist in a movie, it's gonna be an actual scientist, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they're no longer actors anymore. Nope. We're just all going it's to have just the real, real people. people. Yeah. So okay. whenever they have some sort of radio thing, I guess we'll be in, right? Woo. <laughs> we'll look forward to it. Uh, So the guy who was voicing Cleveland was like, I'm stamping down. Oh, I could do it, maybe. Uh, Well, he found a new guy to voice Cleveland, uh, this guy named Arif Zahar, who does voice impressions, and he is a gentleman of color. But uh, he said that he'll be voicing the character, and it's uh, pretty much the same. It's kind of like when they replaced the Affleck duck, whenever they did that, and it's the same voice. Take a listen to this. Hey, so all the new people who are worried that, you know. Are you cutting your toenails right now? No, why? What are you doing? Nothing. Oh, I hear clip, 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 and you're looking down. I was like, is he cutting his toenails? I was cutting my fingernails. <laughs> Busted. Oh, you're so gross. Hey, <laughs> Save it for jury duty. To all the new people who are worried that, you know, I'm going to stray too away from Mike's performance, I promise that is not the case. Because I've studied Mike. I mean, he's incredible. I won't let you down. I promise. What's popping with it? Peter Griffin, I be rocking with him. Got a shorty, y'all be dodging women. And a booty soft, a Versace linen. Junior got a daddy, he'll be winning. Rollo got a daddy. <sighs> yeah. uh, I've never watched one second of the Cleveland show. I will tell you that Mike, whatever his name is, that played Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, he was on our show. Do you know that? Yeah. He was on our show. And do you? Re- this is where I knew he would be a problem one day for, for the folks that run that show. Because he doesn't write it. He just reads it. Right. And uh, they had that uh, You Have AIDS song on. Remember the one we used to sure, play all the yeah. time about Medicine Man? And it was a barbershop quartet telling somebody that they had AIDS in the hospital. And it, they had just had that episode, and I asked him about that, and he was like, yeah, I didn't really agree with that. I uh, didn't know. Uh, oh. And I was like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. We're dissension in the ranks already. So uh, I'm just saying, like, I'm not surprised when I find out that that guy was like, I'm just going to use this as a reason to step away from this show because it's getting bad. Uh, finally, news. I have How did you know I was cutting my nails? Because it's loud. You can it's hear clap. it. You can hear that? Yes. Yeah. You know that thing that's near your mouth? That's a microphone. <laughs> I couldn't hear it. Shut up, Smash. 
All right. Well, now meanwhile, you can hear it loud meanwhile, and clear. clip, 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 clip. Also, it. oh, you guys can hear the coffee? Yes, we well, can. I knew you'd be able to. Hear <laughs> I just didn't care about that. Uh, so finally, in news, I have some new music for you guys. Yeah. Now this is pretty interesting because this is an album that was recorded back in the '90s but never saw the light of day, and this is from. A female artist. She is a singer. She is known for being a singer. That is what she's known for. Okay. She's a very famous singer, but she had recorded an alternative album in the 90s that never so saw. She's not an alternative singer. She is singer. not an alternative singer at I'm all. I'm going to get. Can I guess who it is before you even put sure. it on there? Adele. Okay. Would you like to hear a little bit of it and then Please. take a guess? Please. I don't think in a million years you guys are going to oh, get this. Oh, okay. Here we go. Any guesses? No, not yet. And they are a singer? She's a fantastic singer. She's got a lot of number one hits. Oh, Sia. No. Taylor Swift? No. Back in the 90s, she would have been... Oh, 90. I didn't hear hear that part. Pat Benatar. Yeah, I'm not even going to stop it. It's ridiculous. Pat Benatar. Guesses? Any other guesses? Carmen, don't look at my screen. Don't look at my I screen. Won't, I won't even guess. I don't, no, I don't, see it, but. I don't know who it is. Um, she also, no. Miley Cyrus would be zero. Five you idiot. <laughs> God, you so dumb. Madonna. It, I, it's not Madonna, but it did sound like Madonna. Right? A little bit. Uh, she is also known for having quite the hit with Christmas songs. Mariah Carey? That was Mariah goddamn no Carey. Way. Take a listen to it again. That is Mariah Carey. I don't hear Mariah Carey at all. Because she's singing the lower register, which she can do. So Mariah wow. Carey says she recorded an alternative album back in the 90s, back when she was working on her Daydream album. Uh, she even shared a clip of the song, which is this one. If she's faking it, she's that's, if she's faking it, that's great. But that is unbelievable, right? Damn, yeah, I yeah. would have never guessed Mariah Carey. No, I would even think it would be just uh, it would be more of more of her singing. Yeah, just but you know, I'm sure that they were like, you know, it's the '90s, it's alternative. You got to be down, you know, kind of yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> instead of hitting the high notes and doing all the good stuff. I need to see video of that. Yeah, I don't believe. I'm going to go on record as saying I don't believe it. You say that's yeah. fake fish. It's fake fish. Interesting. Calvin, can you fake do that fish. voice one more time? <laughs> that's alternative. That's fake so fish. Good. Yeah, listen, I can do it without even saying any words. Here, here is uh, alternative. Here's hair metal. Here's jazz. Give me some death metal. Death metal. So good. Right? Here's rap. I'll help you out with the next one. Give me a little EDM. Oh, here. What is the dubstep? 
you ever see the key and peel thing whenever you put on dubstep? Do you ever see that skit? Oh, oh yeah. man, that is funny. Uh, that is it for news. All right. Hold oh, on. we're late. We're so hold late. On. Hold on. What are we doing? Yeah, don't worry about it. Mike's got to clip his toenails. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not done here with oh, my hands. No. Uh, tomorrow night on this very radio station, don't forget that we will be running the debate, the presidential debates, live starting at 9 o'clock. So if you're somebody who listens at work or you're in your car, you're driving around, you're afraid you're going to miss it, we will be airing the entire thing live. Now, before we go to break, I want to welcome a new sponsor to the show. Uh, Jeff Borum. Jeff Borum is a real estate agent, and if you need to move, let me tell you, now is a great time to sell your house. Buyers are eagerly awaiting homes to come on the market. I mean, people are moving like you wouldn't believe, and now is the time to buy your house, to sell your house. I mean, now is now is the way to make some uh, to make some moves. Uh, the interest rates are at historically low right now, and Jeff Borum has all the techniques to safely show your home, including virtual tours. Uh, I'm telling you right now, when people say to me, do you have a guy? Do you have a guy that does this? Do you have a guy that does that? I now have a guy that's the go-to agent. His name is Jeff Borum, and if you need to sell your home, uh, Jeff Borm and his team will be able to do that for you. Uh, I actually met with these people and I talked to them and I saw the experience that they have. Uh, and and the good thing is is that they know it inside and out. They know the market. They could tell you. Like I I don't know anything. I can look at my own house. I don't by looking at it. I don't know what it's worth. I don't know what the neighbor's house is worth. I don't know how easy it would be to to uh, sell it right now. This guy knows everything. Call him today. Eight one three three four 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 two eight seven. That's eight one three. Three four 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 two eight seven, or you can go online to jeffborum.com, and I'll spell it for you because they're new. Jeff Borum, Borum is B-O-R-H-A-M, jeffborum.com, and uh, his team, they will get you locked in, and they will get your home sold. If you're one of those people that's like, I got to sell the house, and I got to sell it quick, these guys will do it. Their average home sell in 25 days compared to a, an 80-day national average, and uh, Jeff and his team sold 154 homes in the last year alone. The average sells in four. How do you like that? Uh, they also have a whole different system of marketing, so they get it out there in front of everybody's face, and they get you the best possible price you can get for your house. If you're looking to buy a house or you're looking to sell your house and sell it quick, call these folks today, 813-344-4287. That's 813-344-4287 or jeffborum.com. I'm glad on this show that we finally have a go-to real estate guy that we that we uh can recommend people to because people are always asking me and I'm like I don't know I don't know what to tell you but now I know now I got a team team Borum 813-344-4287 or jeffborum.com we must take a break when we come back what do we have when we come back what are we doing oh uh, I know what it is I know what it is oh okay remember in news Galvin you were saying that you had a hot or not that involved an underage person and then we talked about the cop oh, there, yeah, the hot yeah. lady yeah I got the same situation on a local level mm. and oh, something man. I want to talk to you about when okay. we come back. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know the validity of it, but I'm gonna throw it out there and when you find out <laughs> I don't know the validity I don't. Of it, so I'm gonna talk about it. Oh yeah, yeah. The number because- one for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.